You're listening to Sly King Unleashed. Social topics, politics, relationships, entertainment, and so much more. Make sure you follow him on social media at I am Sly King on Twitter and Instagram. Now, another episode of Sly King Unleashed. Well, welcome in. Welcome in to another episode of Sly King Unleashed. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Got to say this to all of you that have hit me up and you're new to the podcast, you're enjoying it. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate your support. And if you've been around and you've been subscribing and you've listened to my podcast from the previous two seasons, thank you as well. I greatly appreciate that. A lot of options out there, but you've decided to rock with me and listen to what I have to say. And so I'm grateful for that. If you're not following me and maybe this is your first time listening, make sure that you follow me. Hit me up on social media at I am Sly King on Twitter and Instagram. Well, let's get right to the conversation. And I will say I have really been at a point where I've seen a lot of conversations around social media on this subject and people talking about it outside of social media. And it's something that I honestly feel like we got to talk about because maybe you can help me understand. So what am I referring to? I'm referring to the conversation and the thought around, are we going too far when it comes to little league sports? Now, I know before you jump and lose your mind and say, don't say that about Little League sports. We love to support our children, blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm not saying that. Please hear me clearly. Let me get that out the way. Matter of fact, let me go ahead and make my other disclaimer because some of y'all are trip and then, you know, you got issues. Here's the thing. I don't expect you to agree with everything I say. We all have opinions. This is my opportunity to share my opinion. We can respectfully, grown folks should be grown. We can respectfully disagree, right? We can do that. Okay, with that out the way, are we going too far when it comes to little league sports? Now listen, I played soccer many, 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 many years ago. Is that enough minis? I think so. I'm just saying, it's been a long time ago. I played Little League Soccer, and that was the only, I guess you would say, sport that I played for a park league, right, growing up. Well, I take that back. I did play uh, for this uh, police athletic team, whatever that was back in the day. But that was basketball, and yeah, that was that. Was that. But I haven't done anything that was on the park rec side Uh, at all outside of really soccer, because soccer was the most consistent thing. But I'm seeing some things that really have me wondering, are we really going too far? As parents, now it's nothing wrong with your child having a desire to play baseball, to play football, basketball, soccer, whatever sport they want to do, or your daughter doing something, whatever it may be. Because I don't want you to think I'm just talking about the, the young fellas. The girls, too. But I'm noticing that parents are becoming more worked up about a win or a loss and fighting. I mean, there's been reports of weapons drawn. I mean, just all out over the top. 
For what? A little plastic trophy that you can get yourself? Help me understand. For what? Your young child, unless I missed the memo and they're signing young kids that are in the 50-pound football league, 75-pound football league, or young intramural basketball league, or whatever, and they're signing them right now to professional contracts. If that's happening, somebody let me know right now. If they're hiring and signing people at that age to professional contracts with money, please tell me. Somebody tell me. Because last I checked and heard, they were not. So why are we getting that worked up? To fighting officials, to jumping out the stands and fighting other parents. Over what? This is supposed to be fun for your children. And you losing it? Now, I get that you can be excited. There's nothing wrong with being excited and wanting your child to do well and and cheering them on. I am not talking about that. That is okay. Let me say that right now. If you want to cheer your child on, do cartwheels, backflips, you know, blow a whistle, you know, do all the stuff you want to do to cheer them on, that is great and fine. But I'm talking about the -the over-the-top, cussing out officials, cussing out other parents, fighting with other children and vice versa, fleeing the stands and doing all kind of other crazy stuff. That is what I'm talking about. That's too much. And I really feel like a lot of parents, whether you want to openly admit this or not, some of you are vicariously living through your children. And I understand you won't get back those glory days at Pokai, okay? If you don't know that reference, then you don't watch Married with Children. Okay, anyway, (laughs) but you won't get those glory days back. Listen, I played football the majority of my life. I would love to get some of those days back. It won't happen. It just won't. I have great memories, all those great things, but I won't get those days back. So I cannot try to relive that vicariously through my kids because I can't get that worked up about something and and really pushing them to a point where I become over the top all because I want to relive the experiences that I had and being that into it. That's not what you should do. And I've seen where it's just too much. Sure. We support our children. We want them to do well. There are some who push their children too much, and your child, by the time you get to the point where they really have a chance to really decide if they want to play a sport or do something, they're burned out. You've ran them through the ground. Every single weekend, something going on where you're at a park. Now, if that's what you want to do, hey, enjoy yourself. That's fine. But I think that some, again, not all, but there are some, who are pushing this to the point where the parents seem like they're the ones in the game and they lost versus the child being the one that lost the game because you're more upset and worked up about it than they are. I mean, come on, y'all. Let's just, let's, let's just be honest about this. And if you feel that, yes, you know, I actually have been because 
I want my child to experience some things that I didn't experience and do this sort of thing and, and excel in this area. That's, I understand it. But we can't get to the point where Little League games are, you know, you got to have security and metal detectors because y'all losing your mind and all this extra. Come on. It is a game that is not going to net a dollar for nobody. As a matter of fact, you paid to play. You don't get a check. Nobody has an endorsement. Come on. If y'all are walking away with a check after every game for winning or losing, please tell me because I obviously missed that. You're not. And I'm not saying, oh, don't win the game. Don't do your best. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, slow and pump your brakes. It's okay. It's a competitive sport, Yes. Do you want your child to be competitive? Yes, nothing wrong with being competitive, but there's a balance in understanding the game and the philosophies and the things you learn from the game and not taking it to the point where your child's seeing you in the stands, throwing stuff, fighting folks over a call against your kid or you felt like a call was wrong and they, you lost the, 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 the peewee league championship. It's okay. Your child will go to the next grade the next year. You'll go to work the next day or that following Monday, you'll go to sleep, you'll wake up, you'll eat breakfast, you'll have lunch, you'll do a normal day. Life will go on. But I don't think we need to take away the innocence of it being a, a sport and an opportunity for our children to be active and play and have fun. Don't take the fun out of it. But all because you are so obsessed with them winning that you take the fun away from it. If you're not sure what's happening in the NCAA, the Name, image, and likeness conversation has become a huge deal. There's a very good chance by the time that young child of yours gets to play an actual collegiate game, if that's what they choose to do, they very well could get money in college for name, image, and likeness. That is possible. Can we keep some level of innocence and not worry about it? It's not professional. We already know now the conversation in college is now going to be all about name, image, and likeness. And trust me. That's another conversation for another day. The NCAA, these leagues and these universities make a ton of money. I get it. I understand that. Like I said, it's another conversation for another day. But let's keep the innocence to the peewee leagues and the small rec leagues. Let's have fun. Teach them about being a good sport. Show them how you are to be in a game if you lose and how you're supposed to handle situations. Guess what? You're going to lose in life. Everything in life is not going to be a win. So how are you teaching them to handle that? Fight their way out of it? Throw a temper tantrum? Let's think about this for just a moment. What are you teaching them? What's the lesson? You know, one of the greatest things I enjoyed about playing football was the life lessons football taught me. A lot of people ask me and say, Sly, man, you work this much, you do this much, you never sit down in some situations, you do A, B, C, and D, you do all these things that you are involved in and you're working out, you're doing all this stuff, man, you're pushing yourself. Man, how do you do it? It's mental. It's mental toughness. I do CrossFit. If you're not familiar with CrossFit, go check it out. It'll change your life. Okay, CrossFit's not for everybody. 
it's not your walk around the gym for two hours. You broke uh, two sweats because that was all you did. Two swat, two you know drops of sweat. That's it. No, CrossFit is a workout in 15 minutes. You can absolutely do a ton of work in a short amount of time. It's amazing. It's brutal, but it's good. But what helps me get through that is mental toughness. I may have shared this in a previous podcast back in Memorial Day weekend or so. I did the Murph Challenge. And that challenge is exactly what it is, a challenge. Honoring the soldier that lost his life to save the life of so many others. It's a mile run, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups. 300 squats and another mile run. Yeah, that's a lot. Now you break it down into sections and you do that in rounds of 20 where you do 5, 10, 15. And yeah, so you do 20 rounds of that. Here's the thing. It is a mental challenge because your body is saying, hey, we want to stop. We're done. No, that's it. We don't want any more. We're good. Your brain is like, hey, look, let's go. You have to fight the mental battle of pushing yourself further than you think you can go. That's what's so great and helped me get through even doing CrossFit because from the days of playing football and conditioning and all these things, it was pushing you to go harder than you think you could, physically pushing yourself, mentally challenging yourself to be focused, and that's what it's all about because you can play a game of football and be mentally off, not mentally sharp, make a lot of mistakes, play sloppy, all these things. You get tired. It's even worse. You got to be mentally sharp. A lot of reasons why coaches push players to the point of exhaustion or where they're tired and all these things because they want to see how they're going to perform mentally when it's all on the line and you're tired, you don't feel like it, all these things going on. Are you going to be able to mentally get yourself together and execute what you have to execute? So it's a mental thing that teaches you a lot. And I appreciate it. All of those things that that taught me, I carried it over in life. I'm saying all that to say, what are you allowing yourself to use these situations, whether win or lose, whether they start or don't start? Besides you wanting to jump on the coach because he didn't play your kid. What are you teaching them? Because the reality is life is hard. There's going to be losses. There's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be things that won't go your way. There are going to be things that you're going to have to recover from. There's going to be things that seem like it's almost impossible to do. What are you teaching them about that? Sports is a great opportunity to teach that. But I think we've gotten so focused on, did we win the championship? Did we get the little trophy? Take a little picture and do all these things. Did we do that? Is that more of our focus than some of the things we can get out of it? And I think as parents... Pull it back just a minute. It's okay you want your child to be competitive. Nothing wrong with that. But are we going too far to get that wrapped up into it, to get that bent out of shape, to fight with folks, to throw stuff at people, to do all these things that have happened? Maybe it hadn't happened to your game. You've been to, and that's great. I have heard about it, seen it, know it's happened, all these things. It's unnecessary. I even said that while I was playing flag football a few years back. I love the game of football. To this day, I love it. Go out there and give it everything I've got. But I'm not getting paid. And I'm not on anybody's team. I'm not. 
I don't have an endorsement with a company representing their brand or anything of that nature. I don't. So I'm going to play and have fun. I want to win. But if I don't win, hey, you know what? Didn't play well. We lost. Keep it moving. But there were some people who absolutely took it too far. I was like, yo, we're not even in pads. Now, if you want to get in pads, that's different. We're not in pads. We're just playing this flag football. It's okay. I'm not going to lose my, my, my marbles because we, we lost the game. I'm not going to do that. But as parents, our children see what we do, right? You do. We realize that, right? They, they soak up what we do. They pay attention to what we do. They watch all of these things. So what example are you giving them? What lessons are you teaching from these win-losses or whatever may happen in these leagues? What is the lesson you're teaching them? And I'll go back and say this again because I already know I'm going to hear from folks that say, you just don't want folks to cheer for their kids and you against people being happy and excited for their children to do well. I never said that. I said nothing wrong with cheering on your child, nothing wrong with being supportive, none of that. But are we going too far when it comes to fighting, when it comes to weapons being involved? Some of you to turn these Little League games into doggone gambling sessions, drinking sessions, weed smoking sessions, and everything else. Come on now. It ain't even about you. That's like saying your little two-year-old have a birthday party, invite all your friends and them over to your house, and that next thing you know, you're shooting dice, playing spades. It ain't got nothing to do with the baby's birthday party. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about because you do. I'm not saying you did it, but you, you've been to it or either you know somebody that did do that, right? That's what I'm saying. Don't take the innocence away from everything else. You know, the greatest thing that our children have, and unfortunately, we lose it a lot now because society has tried to fast forward everything. The innocence of childhood was, is what it is. You, you don't get that back. We're so quick to rush and say, grow up. Grow up, get this old, grow up. And it's like, wait a minute now, hold on. You're going to miss out. You got to enjoy that top childhood time that you have. You won't get that back. Allow the innocence to be there, but use those opportunities as lessons to teach something. There's always a lesson in anything that happens. There's always one. Always. I told my daughter recently, she had gone for this student government, you know, thing. They had an election and, she ran. And I said, hey, run. Go for it. Take the opportunity. Don't miss out on doing this. She did it. She didn't win, but she's a part of the committee and all the planning stuff. So she's still going to be involved. But it was a great opportunity to show her, hey, you got your chance to go after it. You didn't just say, ah, I didn't do it. Maybe next time. No, you gave it a shot. The worst thing that can happen is you don't get it. That's okay. But you attempted. You gave it a shot. You put forth your best effort. That's all you can do. Allow yourself the opportunity to do that. I mean, you could sit back and not try, but then you could say, well, I wish I would have. No, do it. We're the same way when it comes to things. We say, ah, oh, man, maybe one day I'll do that. No, do it. Push yourself. That person is stopping you is you. You discount yourself before anybody else does. Man, do it. Why not? Why not you? 
We always say, man, I wish it was me in this, and I wish I did this, and I wish I was able to do this, and I wish I was the one. Why not you? There's somebody else that believes they can do it, and they do it. Man, give it a shot. Go after it. Give it the best you have. You don't get it? Come back. Find out what you did different, did that you need to do different, I should say, and, and go after it again. So we have to think about that, and that's why I want to talk about this, because I have no issue with our children being active and playing these sports if they choose to. There are some, because, you know, you've heard about the horror pageant stories that push their children to be doing these things and in these pageants and the kids don't really want to do it. And you're like, no, you're going to do this and so forth and so on. Don't force your child to do something they don't want to do. If they say, hey, I don't want to play anymore, don't make them play. Allow them the choice to choose. You can't say, no, you're going to play this. You're going to play. No, no, they're not going to want to do it. Find out what it is they want to do and help them excel in that. Maybe it's something else that they have that's their gift that they want to do and they really feel led to do it. Support them in it. Don't force them to play a sport because you played the sport and you want them to do it because you did it. No. Let them have the desire to do it. Give it an opportunity. See what happens. And if it doesn't work for them, cool. Keep it moving. My daughter wanted to do gymnastics and was talking about tumbling and flipping and all this stuff and wanted to jump and flip off everything. We got her there to do gymnastics. She didn't want to move. I was like, oh, no, you don't. I thought you wanted to flip. And no, no, she didn't really want to do it. She got into it eventually, but the point was it wasn't something she really, really, really wanted to do. But I wasn't going to force it. I wasn't going to be like, no, you're going to do this. No, no, no. If you want to do it, then, hey, let's go for it. Let's make it happen. We can be their number one cheerleader. We also can be the greatest coach in the world to help them learn these lessons that you can learn in these situations and not forcing them into anything. And by God, by all means, not treating these games like they are playing for the national championship or better yet, a Super Bowl with a check. And then at the end, they're saying, where are you going after you win? The Disney World, they're not going anywhere. They're going home. I know you're going to get upset. I know because you're at the park on a regular basis, and hopefully you're not the ones losing your mind, you're tripping, and you're all this other kind of stuff. Hopefully that's not you. I hope it's not, okay? But we got to calm it down. I think we got to do a better job of gauging these things and allowing the innocence to still be there in some of these activities. Well, as always, I greatly appreciate you tuning in to the podcast. You can always hit me up. Follow me on social media. If you're not doing that, get at me at I am Sly King on Twitter and Instagram. Until next time, it's Sly saying I'm out. Peace.